has God helped you in the months that are past? Have you received any help from God at all? If we put our trust in men, they can disappoint us. In fact, he tells us, man is limited. God of Jacob, who is our God, he lives forevermore. He is our helper. He is our helper. For anyone who we believe, the days have come. From wherever you are listening to me, God has sent me to you and to let you know you shall be remembered for favor i say you shall be remembered to be favored thank you for a new season thank you lord for a gathering unto the lord we give you praise and we give you glory. Thank you, Heavenly Father. As we listen to your word this day, Lord, I ask that you touch these lips of clay of mine that will speak of your counsel and of your counsel alone. And that every hearer will be blessed in the name of Jesus. Those who are near and those who are far off, everyone shall be blessed in the name of Jesus and your name will be glorified thank you heavenly father in jesus matchless name we have prayed and the people of the lord say amen amen and amen and amen can we have our seat i want to thank god for another season that god has brought us into Within our organization, every month of June, there's what we call the loyalty month. And all we stress is our loyalty to God, our loyalty to our Christian service, our loyalty to one another, our loyalty to the church. I want to thank God that he has brought us to another month a loyalty month so in all our churches in this country we will be having this theme together mighty outpouring for service and for swearing mighty outpouring for service and for swearing and our text, Joel chapter 2, verses 28 to 29, and Isaiah chapter 32, verse 15. Joel chapter 2, verses 28 to 29, and Isaiah chapter 32, verse 15. And it came to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And on 
my man's I will pour out my spirit in those days. Can I hear an amen in the house? Joel, um, Isaiah chapter 32, verse 15. Until the spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is counted for a forest can i hear an amen in the house so that's god's word to us at this season a mighty outpouring for service and for swearing and for those of you who've been around in the past few days as we crossed into this month you know that we talked about swearing to a point. It's not all birds that swears. Is that correct? Only one particular bird. And that bird is what? Eagle. So when we are talking about a multi according for swearing, what you are saying is that you want to be an eagle. What do you want to be? What do you want to be? An eagle. So you must make up your mind to do what the eagles will do. And that's the essence of talking about loyalty. Discipline in service. It's key to whatsoever we are doing as a servant of God. Yes, I know that our services to God is voluntary. We are voluntary workers. But that does not mean that we should just do it shabbily. That does not mean that we should just do it anyhow. And that's why this morning, very quickly I'll be talking on what I've called Compelling call for service. Compelling call for empowered service. That's what all our pastors all over will be preaching about. It's only the manner of presentation that may differ, but that's the topic. A compelled call for empowered service. When you look at the issue of, of the word compelled, it means that you are committed to something. It means that you put in every effort to make sure that that thing is done. It's like with a force because it has to be done. That's compulsion. You just cannot do without it. And it's good we know as believers. Whatever service you are doing for God. Are you called to eat? That's a question every one of us must answer. But the problem is a lot of us come to church. You are doing nothing in church. May the mercy of God. 
work for you and you will repent in the name of Jesus. Some people are not saying amen. No? God calls people to service. So if you are not doing anything, all you are saying is that God has not called you. But you see, one of the things you will tell people is that you are saved to serve. You are saved to serve. Can you say with me, I am saved to serve? I can't hear you say, I am saved to serve. So where are you serving? Where are you serving? So when we look into scriptures, you see that for as many as God lays his hands upon, he calls them for service. Moses was called. That's why you find in Exodus chapter 3, the Bible tells us when he was called, God gave him a reason. Listen to me, church. When you are saved and you are called into service, it's for a purpose. Exodus chapter 3. What does verse 10 tell us? Verses 8 to 10. Verses 8 to 10. So, God was talking. and said, so, I have come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians and to bring them off from the land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression which the Egyptians oppressed them. Verse 10. Come now, therefore, I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. That's the reason why Moses was called. When you look at the call of Joshua, why was Joshua called? In Joshua chapter 13, verses 6 to 7, the Bible tells us this. That is the reason why God called Joshua. Say, all the inhabitants of the mountains from Lebanon as far as to the brook and to the Sidonites, then I will drive out from before the children of Israel. What is Joshua to do? Only divide it by law to Israel as an inheritance, as I have commanded you. Verse now, therefore, divide this land as an inheritance to nine tribes and half the tribe of Manasseh. Specific instructions. So when God calls, it's for a purpose. Now that you have been saved, in the service that you are rendering, are you called of God? Do you know it? Is it so strong in your heart? 
or you are here you are not even doing anything at all or whatever you are doing you are not doing with all the passion that's why we are in the loyalty month loyalty to god loyalty to christian service loyalty to the church how committed are you you know many many years ago it's no more common but you find that there is always this advertisement there are prim sunday sunday medicine there's no more that are prim today but there is apc but the truth of the matter is a lot of us christians we have become there are prim sunday sunday Can you look at your neighbor and ask, where were you in midweek services? Look at your neighbor and say, where were you in midweek services? See, it's not everybody that can say, I came. It's not everybody. Why? We have become Sunday medicine that are prim. That's an area where there must be commitment, loyalty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Commitment. You know, I love some people. They are committed to service. Committed to the church. Committed to Christ. Even during midweek, you see them just coming in. Maybe all they are able to meet is grace, but God sees the heart. There's a pastor who used to come from Lagos and whenever he's in town, he worships here. Last Tuesday or Thursday, he just came in at the time we are doing the grave. And he came to say, Pastor, I'm late. I say, thank God you make the grace. God is the heart. But do you know what we do? A lot of, he said, I'm so busy. If I even leave now, I may not even meet the grace. And you stay off. May the Lord have mercy. I say, may the Lord have mercy. I say, may the Lord have mercy. Loyalty. In our Christian service. So God calls. And he wants us to be committed. And we must not go through this month. And just let it be like one of those things. God wants all to make. The necessary positive change. And as we do it. You will have your testimony. And I'll have my testimony in the name of Jesus. I say you'll have your testimony in the name of Jesus. What resources do we need for this service? I've given you reasons for the service. Because God will not come down. God will use you. God will use me. God will use you. God will use me. So what are the resources that God has given to us? That's what we see in Isaiah 32. Until the spirit of the Lord is poured upon us from on high. We'll all need the endowment of the spirit of God. What do we need? What do we need? What do we need? The endowment. We must wait for it. We must ask of it. We must demand of it. 
Say, until it is poured on all from on high, God is ready to pour out His Spirit. But are we waiting? Remember, Isaiah says, those that wait upon the Lord, what will happen? What will happen? God will renew their strength. But a lot of us are so busy. We are not waiting. That scripture says, until. This work of the spirit, we cannot do it with the strength of man. That's why Jesus told the disciples, wait in the upper room in Jerusalem until you are endowed with power. Luke 24. In Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 8, and ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. We need that power to be able to do this work. Have you imagined you opened your mouth, you spoke a simple word of the Bible, and someone said, I want to give my life to Christ. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit. So we must not think that we can do it by our power. One of the resources we need is the power of the Holy Spirit. To witness. Because in the course of witnessing, that the challenges. In Acts of the Apostles, chapter 8, the Bible tells us when Paul was on a missionary journey, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13, and as he was preaching the word, the Bible says that a man called by Jesus, opposing the way of life. And when you read that scripture, I think from verse 8, all that the Bible tells us is that I'm poor, full of the Holy Spirit. I'm poor, full of the Holy Spirit. May you be full of the Holy Spirit. You are not saying amen. I say may you be full of the Holy Spirit. Maybe if I say may you be full of money, maybe you'll have said amen. I say may you be full of the Holy Spirit. Listen to me, church. There are things that money cannot buy. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, you can achieve by it. The Bible says, Paul, full of the Holy Spirit, looked at the man and said, Oh, you full of all subtlety, I command that you become blind for a season. Hey! And the Bible says, Immediately. If there is any time that you and I need to be full of the power of the Holy Spirit, it is now. Because the challenge in facing the church is much. So that in your office, when things are going haywire, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you declare things and it comes to pass. When confusion is coming, with the power of the Holy Spirit, you decide what happens in your office. That's why you are there. But a lot of us, we don't make use of the power that God has deposited to us. This is a call back to knowing what we've got to do as people of God.
the challenges are there but god has given us a resource the power of the holy spirit hallelujah so that scripture says when the power of the holy spirit comes and it falls on us is a power that comes from on high what will he do it will bring a transformation and as i look at that scripture and for those of you who are with us when we are crossing into this month i believe that with the power of the holy spirit for as many as desire a positive new name it will be released to you in the name of jesus he says the wilderness will become a fatter field that is transformation because the wilderness or the desert connotes scarcity connotes lack connotes insufficiency and he said but by the power of the holy spirit he can turn things around and the desert will become a fatal crown are you under the sound of my voice and there are areas of your life that you can describe as desert there are areas of your life you can describe as famine there are areas of your life that are scarcity all you need to do is to ask for a fresh outpouring of the spirit of god to bring about that transformation that's why i was happy when my wife was telling me this story or someone among us who says mama please pray along with me this is the seventh year that i've been promoted and my name keeps coming but at the end of the day it goes nowhere so when i heard the news that this year it wasn't like the other i said that's the positive new name that's the positive new name you will have yours hey the way you are saying it to your sister i say you will have yours so we need the power of the holy spirit to speak forth that's a resource that god has given to us do you ask the holy spirit for help let's call on him as our friend let's see him as a standby you know there are times i don't know where i place some things and they are important things and i'll be looking for a look 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 but until when i say holy spirit come and help me out holy spirit you know where it is holy spirit you know it may take time but a thought with your flash and you put this and this together say oh thank god for the spirit of god but if you don't call the spirit to come you'll just be wasting time that's why the bible says when you ask you receive it's when you seek you find it's when you knock the door is open 
Can I hear an amen in the house? Another resource that we have is the word of God. Infallible word of God. Infallible. It cannot fail. Pardon my idiosyncrasies. Hmm? God still works miracles. Let's be right with him. Let's be in righteousness. We will see that the word of God works. It's a word that is forever set within heaven. So when you speak it, everything here on earth, they obey. That's the world. It is settled in heaven. That's why I love the way Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 says, He says the things that we see in this world, they were framed by the word of God. So the things that did not appear before, by the word of God, we framed there and they came into existence. What does that mean? You can frame your life. You can frame situation. You can frame circumstances by the word of God. Hallelujah. So let's make use of the word. Let's speak it. There are occasions when you know duties call here and there and you want to do this you want to do that and i remember a particular occasion that there was to be a special service here and there was another instruction from my wife sophie she has to be here and i remember as we were just coming i say he said father i just speak this one must shift for church service this one and we kept confessing that these are situations that we cannot tell the people and say, no, shift it. You dare not open your mouth to say it. You just can't say it. But do you know, one week to that situation, a circle had just came. Due to this and this and this and this, we are no more doing this and this. We are shifting it into this. Yes! And do you know what happened? It was a driver who announced and said, Mommy and daddy, do you remember we were going that day? We are just confessing. You are confessing. You are confessing. In a, in a too much, oh, I say, not God, too much. Listen to me, child. We can frame our situation. We can frame our circumstances by the word. So the issue is, how much of the word do you know? Because it is what you know that you put to work. It's a resource. So don't come and tell me, in my place of war, it's too hard. I know people come. You see, they have posted me to a desert. I said, come here, let's pray on this altar. That desert will become fertile ground. Hallelujah. I remember one of our brothers here. He desired a particular post. And I remember we prayed. And he said, see, I want this particular post in this ministry. I said, keep quiet. Don't detect to God. Me, I will pray with you. You will get that post. But let God post you to where he feels his best for you. And when God did it, he came by. He said, Pastor, now true you talk. I said that now you think I would have talked before. Hallelujah. And you know I love him. Because when the benefits of that office came, he remembered Pastor. Although he still owes me some things now. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
He's hearing me. He's hearing me. He's hearing me. You know, I didn't mention any name anyway. But what I'm saying is, you can frame your war by the word. And what did that scripture say? The wilderness will become a fertile field. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. May your wilderness become fertile soil. And may your fertile soil become a forest. In other words, you don't get to a point you think, Oh, I am done. No, fertile field can become a forest. Hey, hey, hey. But I just want to plead with you. When your fertile field becomes a forest, don't neglect. And nobody say, Please don't neglect God. So the power of the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, prayers is another weapon. Listen to me, church. Like one of our speakers here on Thursday when we was leading prayer said, prayer is a weapon of advantage that believers have. Please use prayer as a weapon of advantage for your life. Because there is no place you cannot pray. There is no situation that can be so bad that you cannot pray. So, it's a weapon that we should use our advantage. And it does not necessarily have to be a long prayer if you have been praying before. That's why I love that saying. Anybody who teaches is a teacher. No be so? Anybody who plays is a player. No be so? So anybody who prays is what? Is a player. Anybody who prays is who? Is a player. But you know you don't call somebody a player in the football field except he goes through practices. No be so? Okay. The season has closed now. So maybe it's a... Uh, that's why some of you are fans of Arsenal and uh, Man City and so on. Uh, you are not talking until when the season comes back. But listen to me. Those players, they put so much time, energy, resources into practicing, exercising. We must do the same for this spiritual weapon that God has given to us. Can I hear an amen in the house? Resources for this empowered service. Reasons for this empowered service. And the last thing I want to talk quickly this morning is the route for this empowered service. How do we go about this empowered service? Believing God that those who have not been involved in services from today, look at something you want to do. What's the route that we need to go through? And I'll just very quickly. Route number one. Humble service. How do you carry out this service? In humility. For God gives grace 
God resists the proud. James 4, 6. God resists the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. So let's do this service in humility. Do you know why we've got to do it in humility? Because whatsoever you have, you were given. That's what Paul was saying to the Corinthians. He said, why are you boasting? 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. He said, why are you boasting? What do you think you have that you are not given? Can you let me ask your neighbor, what do you think you have that you are not given? Look at how Paul puts it. For what makes you differ from another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Not now, if you indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you have not received it? What are you boasting about? I can speak Queen's English. It takes just one second. God removes your voice from you. Your Queen's English will be down zero. Oh, can't you see how beautiful I am? It's God. So even in service, Christian service, and God is using you, let's be humble because there is nothing that you possess that you are not given. You received it. So God expects more humility in our service. Hallelujah. So even when God is blessing you and lifting you up in service, let's be humble. Let's know that whatsoever we have, we were given. You were given. Even the talent you are displaying, God gave it to you. Whatever you think you have. So humility is of essence. Remember that without Christ, you can do nothing. Can you say with me, without Christ, I can do nothing? I can't hear you say it louder. Can you say it one more time? Without Christ, you and I, we can do nothing. Let that keep resonating in our heart. Without Christ, I am nothing. Take Christ out of me. I become useless. When that resonates in your heart, you are humble. That's why I tell God, like Paul, I am what I am by the grace of God. You are who you are by who? By what? By the grace of God. It's grace. May the grace of God not be taken away from your life in the name of Jesus. So humility is of essence in our service. Nothing to boast about. What's the next thing I want to talk about? Honesty. It's not just enough for us to be humble. Let's be honest. There are a lot of hypocrisy even in Christianity today. A lot of hypocrisy. And I ask you, in your services to God, everywhere, you find yourself, are you honest? 
There are a lot of deceit. And you know, I was in a meeting and we were talking. And somebody said, Ah, there is born again. Oh, there is born wuru May you not be born wuru Another person puts it there. Ah, Oluhaluri shiri shomolowo. God has different kinds of children. I said, All of God's children should be honest people. But we are seeing so many things around us today. It is making us to doubt. Is this person a child of God? Pardon my endosyncrasies. You a child of God, you are deceitful. Whose son or whose daughter are you? You know who is the father of lies? Who is the father of lies? So when you are telling lies, all you are telling us is that we know who your father is. Honesty is one of the things that we don't find in Christianity today. And God is saying, loyalty connotes honesty. Humility, honesty, and the third thing, hard work. What do I call it? Hard work. That's the route to go. Hard work. We live in a world today we want to get things in cheap way. Not working, but making so much money. And you know, if you come from where I come from, let's be careful. Let's be what? We are no more talking. No. Let's be what? Let's be careful. Let's be careful. Hard work. Let's put in our bed. Hard work. Don't let us be lazy. Like you know, my philosophy has always been pray hard as if it's only by praying you can achieve. But also work hard as if it's only by working hard you can achieve. When you combine both, you will be a success. Can I hear an amen in the house? Hard work. Don't let us be slothful. Let's be disciplined. Put in the best. Are you a Sunday school teacher? Put in the best. Are you an usher? Put in the best. Are you in the choir? Put in the best. Are you a coordinator of one of the arms of the church? Put in the best. Do it as unto the Lord. Don't do it as easy. They are not really paying me. Oh, they are not paying me. Is God not paying you? The resources, the reward that God is giving to you, can you quantify it? They don't really know my word. What is your word without Christ? Humility. Honesty. Hard work. That's why the Bible tells us, see a man diligent, working hard in his duty post. What will happen? He will stand before great men. He will not stand before mean men. God knows how to work it out. 
as I bring this message to a close, compelling call for empowered service. The reasons why you are called of God. The resources that God has bequeathed to you. The route by which you are to go to achieve this. We need to remind ourselves of all this as we come to this month of loyalty to say, Lord, I am still loyal to God, to the church, to Christ. Because that is expected of us. Irrespective of whatever we are going through. Let's be on our feet this morning. We're going to sing Breathe on me, breath of God. Let's be on our feet. Media. Breathe on me, breath of God. That's one of the things that we have heard. The power of the Holy Spirit. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Go! Fill me with life anew That I may love the way you love and do what you will do La 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 Two Breathe on me breath of God Until my heart is pure Until my will is one with yours I do Unto endure La 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 Three Breathe on me breath of God So shall I never die But live with you the perfect life For all eternity can you give us verse 1 again and I want us to start to pray he says breathe on me the breath of God fill me with life anew that I may love the way you love and do what you will do that's the first prayer I want us to pray to love the way God will love and to do what God will do and you know that prayer is different to every one of us you know where you are not loving as God will have loved. You know where you are not doing what you ought to do. Hello? Hello? You know, you may want to justify the reason why you are not loving. But you need the Spirit of God to convince you that you must love. Let me give you a true life story. In one of my courses that I was doing, why did who divided, decided to divide the course into A, B. Me, I didn't know. But they now said it's not going to be A, B, O. So the result came for A. 
listen to me. In A, I got A plus. Ah, Kilenji. But in the uh, other one, they gave me. No, I didn't get to. They gave me C plus. So I said, Ah, it can't be. Me, I call lecture. Are you sure you didn't get missing? If I can get A in that one, why did he give me a thousand and one reason why it must be C plus? But in my heart of heart, I wasn't happy. You know, it took some days for me to hey, what did this man do to me? Oh, bad result to me, Jay. Will I get, tell my grandchildren? Eh? It's not children now, it's my grandchildren that I want to boast to. I said, Look, can you see your grandfather? Oh, more way. Do you know that that brought about some bitterness? Until when the Holy Spirit starts to say, Hey, love has gone with love. That's when I went to repent. Oh, hello. It could be that simple. But it takes sensitivity to the Spirit of God for you to realize that. To do what God will want you to do and to love we want you to. Can we start to pray? Father, breathe on me your spirit and you that I will love the way I should and I will do as you want me to do. Let's open our mouth and pray. Until the spirit of the Lord falls upon us from on high afresh. Ah! Oh God! A renewed freshness by the Spirit of God to love the way I am to love and to do what you want me to do. Are we praying? Are we praying? Let's talk to the Lord. Are you connected to the online church of the unlimited people? Join Foursquare Wussi on all our social media platforms to get real-time updates on services, stream live programs from any part of the world, watch previous messages, join Christian topical conversations, and get a chance to win some prizes. Foursquare Wussi is live on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can connect with us via your phone social media applications. How? Select Facebook app on your phone app list and search for Foursquare Wussi. Open it and click on like. For Twitter, select Twitter app, search for Foursquare Wussi. Open it and click on follow. For Instagram, select Instagram app, search for Foursquare Wussi. Open it and click on follow. And for YouTube, select YouTube app on your phone, search for Foursquare Wussi. Open it and click on subscribe. If you don't have any of these apps on your phone, Go to your Play Store for Android devices or go to your Apple Store for iOS devices. Search for any of these social media apps and install them. After installation, you will need to log in with your app account username and password. And if you don't have an account with them yet, you will need to register. Click on Create an Account and fill in your basic information and get connected. First Gospel Church will say, we are the assembly of the unlimited people.